This week on Business Mike, I chat with Kemiondo Cotino. She's a Ugandan actress, writer, producer, and director. In today's show, we discuss the various dynamics involved in the entertainment industry, as well as the mindset one needs to have before venturing into it. We also talk about Akadope and its role in promoting local Ugandan artists. All this and more next on Business Mike. You're listening to the Business Mike podcast. Amazing interviews with inspiring entrepreneurs. For more amazing interviews, go to www.businessmike.com or download our podcast every Monday from Pod Africa. Hello and welcome to another episode of Business Mike. My name is Daudi Mugabe and joining me today is Kemi Ondo. Kemi, welcome to the show and can you let the listeners know a little bit about yourself and what you do? So I'm Kemi Ondo Katino. Um, I describe myself as an entrepreneur. What that means is I deal in all things art. So I'm an actor, I'm a writer, I'm a director, I'm an events coordinator, I'm a producer. Oh gosh, I'm a supporter of the arts and I'm always trying to figure out ways to push the industry within both Uganda and whilst I was in the States. Um, so yeah, I just delve in all things arts. I try not to limit myself. And so if something interests me, I will probably chase it. And why that particular field? So many of us, uh, myself included, we have a secret dream that maybe we want to be a, a star on the TV and so on, but very few of us actually chase that dream. So what is it about this particular industry that pushed you to not just want to do it, but actually go ahead and do it? So I'm, I'm very big on callings and uh, purpose. So for me, this is really a calling and as esoteric as that sounds, it's, I feel like you should only be an artist if you can't do anything else. And when I mean can't, I don't mean like physically can't. Like I could have been an accountant. I was good at math or I could have done marketing and PR. I was great at that. You know, um, I got a double major at school and did well in both of those. Um, but when I say can't, it means that if I had gone into marketing, something of me would feel like I'm missing out. Something of me would feel like I'm not living out my purpose. So it's very hard to say why you should or when you shouldn't. But I feel like, you know, I related to being a witch doctor. You know, when the calling keeps coming, it calls and it calls and you can ignore. Then what happens? People start feeling sick. And the ancestors keep tapping you. <laughs> I related to that. So, yeah, I think it's, I tell people it's not a choice almost because it's too hard. It's too hard in industry. It's too hard on your body. It's too hard on your emotions for it to be something one would choose. I would love to have a nine to five, but it's just not me. And for those people listening to this that feel, well, I have a nine to five, but just as you said, I, I'm really not feeling this. I'm good at it, but it's not my passion. I want to venture into the arts or acting. You've been in this particular industry. So what kind of mindset, if someone wants to pursue this, should they have? You've just said it's not easy. So what are some of the things they need to prepare for? I know um, from from reading online that actors in Hollywood, for instance, take a very, very long time before they break through. So you need to be made of steel. But what else must someone prepare for psychologically before venturing into this industry? So I always tell young actors, don't do it. Don't be an actor. And if me saying that, you still feel like I should be an actor, then be an actor. Um, I always say that and it's controversial, but it's too, like I said, it's too hard for it to be a hobby. 
Because sometimes, yeah, you do. You have a hobby to play music, but is it your calling? Can you see yourself doing something else? That's what I always ask people that I mentor. Um, can you see yourself being a banker and being happy? If you can, go do that thing. Go do it. Run fast. If you cannot see yourself doing that other thing and being happy, or if you're in a nine-to-five and you're like, this is not me, that's when you go. Because I think when you have that mentality, it's easier to be patient. It's easier to wait on your turn. It's easier to push your craft because you know that this is what I'm meant to be doing versus this is my hobby. Why is it taking long? You'll get discouraged very easily. That's not to say I don't get discouraged, but I always have um, a point of reference to come back to, which is that... I can't do anything else and fulfill my purpose at the same time. Now, obviously, as an actor, you participated or you had a one-woman show called um, Kauna Yorit. And I've always been fascinated by this. Um, maybe I can ask you now, because you're an actor, what does it take psychologically to be on stage alone? Because when you have fellow actors, you can bounce off their emotions, their energy, but by yourself, carrying an entire show. What, what, what goes into that? Um, so I've had two one-woman shows. The first one was Jabulile when I was 17. And then I did Kawuna um, when I was, gosh, let me not reveal my age. <laughs> um, some few years ago. And um, people ask that a lot. And the thing is, like, you don't actually feel like you're alone because it's not a monologue. It's not you just speaking. You're speaking to other characters. It's just that the audience can't see them. So it's a very real experience. Um, when I speak, I hear a response and then I respond. Um, it makes, I know I'm sounding kind of crazy right now, but the moments I know I'm alone is when I take my bow and I'm so self-conscious. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I was alone on stage this whole time. But in the moment, you feel, you see the people, you know, it's part of the craft, it's part of the art. Not a lot of people can do it. I've always had an active imagination, you know. My mom, when she would be cleaning the house, would put me on the phone and be like, okay, today talk to the Queen of England and I'll have a whole conversation on this phone. And then one day she found me crying on the phone and she's like, what's wrong? I'm like, no, this person abused me. And my mom was like, what is wrong with my child? <laughs> and so I guess it started when I was young. But yeah, it's it's definitely a skill set. It's kind of like when I watch um, Ryonga Freestyle at Akadope, I was like, How? How, how, where are the words coming from? I can't even imagine that skill set. I can't even like, where, how does he, when does he think? When does he speak? But that's not my skill set. So I'm sure like for you, you're also imagining me like how. And I think that's what, you know, that's what talent is. That's what God has given us. You know, there's certain things we can do that others can't. So I understand your, but to me, it's normal. I'm sure if we ask Ryonga, he would also be like, oh, no, I just, you know, spit some rhymes. But yeah. That actually reminds me of a quote that I once saw where someone was saying it's like asking Superman. So what's it like to fly? And he's like, nah, it's all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> right. So, um. Akadop, you mentioned Akadop, and you know it was a very nice event that you organized. We got to so we got to see rather um, amazing artists, very very many of whom are low key. So um, for those artists out there, 
perhaps the ones that are trying to make it i remember at um, a talk you gave at expert talks you're trying to encourage people to put their work out there as much as possible trying to use social media what are some of the things that some of these artists can use to put their work out there to showcase perhaps you could create something of your own a small piece of work that's affordable what tips do you have for them i think you can use anything and everything as artists um we get and i'm no exception i i in la i felt like people owed me things i felt like i should walk into an audition and book a, a tv show or book a film because i was talented and i was good and i trained and i'd been in school but the truth is no one no one owes you anything and i had to realize i can't be praying to god every day talking about this gift he gave me and yet i'm not using what god has placed in my hands so it takes a lot of like shushing your ego and being like if i say i can i want to act then let me act and that's what i was saying at expert talks if you're a writer why don't you have a blog why aren't you writing every day a writer should write every single day um that's the only way you're going to get better do i write every day no you know but i should be and i try to write as much as i can but i really should be writing every day and i always tell people do one thing every single day to further your 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 purpose to further your dream even one thing even if it's edit my website even if for you it's like i'm going to do this this uh podcast talk that's your one thing and you sleep knowing i've done one thing so i always tell people to make sure you have that one thing and to use what you have because until you use what you have you won't know what to do with what other people give you so i realize oh i am very good at connecting with people i'm very good at meeting people and um jelling with them and being able to relay my dream and my hopes and what i want to do with it why am i not using that chemvu i met the most wonderful people in the industry a lot of them jumped on board you know as a passion project and they'd never met me based purely on conversation but if i had sat down and waited for that opportunity like i want to do and like most artists want to do it's never going to happen if you're a painter paint that guy who in in nigeria who draws with a big pen he has a big pen and paper and that's what he does and suddenly he's you know going viral so i always say we have a phone we have youtube what do you need you know we have snapchat i started telling stories on snapchat yeah i can't say i'm a storyteller and then not use my my social media so you really have to say what is it that i want and am i exercising what it is that i want to do because until you make use of what you have you're going to stay in that position So we mentioned the Akado previously. I just wanted to find out what your inspiration behind that uh, that event was, why you started it and what you're hoping to see come out of it. So it was actually born out of frustration as most of my projects are. Um Akado came out of feeling like there was not enough lifestyle and culture events in Uganda where it's like if you don't go to the club then you have no social life or you have blankets and wine once every four months which is great. but do i have to wait for months to have a social event so i started to think about okay let's do a first friday every first friday of the month 
let's bring a cultured event. So actually, Akadope is a larger thing. It's not just this event. It's more of a movement. Akadope First Friday is just part of Akadope. Then I was frustrated when I would see these talented artists and I'm like, why don't I know who this person is? Or I would see a talented artist and ask my friends and they have no idea who he is. I'd be like, why? Why is it that we don't know these artists? Why do we only know five stars? Yet there's so much talent. So I was like, no, we need to do something about this. So I was like, let me provide a platform where artists who I think are fantastic can flex. Now, some of them, a lot of people know, I try to mix it because, you know, maybe you'll come see Ryonga and then discover that you are really, really into canon gents. You didn't even know you liked a cappella. Maybe you come to see more roots and then you then you love more roots and you also love poetry. You had no idea you liked poetry. So, I try to make sure there's a mix, you know, of different arts. I try to make sure if you notice, no one was the same. Everyone was different. Um, so there will always be something for everyone. And the greatest reward for me was at the end of the night being in a car and people arguing which was the best act because no one agreed. And to me, that was a, a success that there was no clear best act. It was like, Oh, no, it was this, it was this. I'm like, that's good. This is exactly what it should be. And what about we, the, um, can I say the audience? Is there anything we can do to maybe push these artists? So something we can do, are there places we can go, things we can participate in? So my hope is that um, you follow the artists. We post them on our page. You f- so Canon Gents has a, a concert coming up. Miss Nada has a poetry showing coming up. So my hope is that you get peeked in and then continue to follow them on their own respective journeys. Um, I just realized you asked me another question before. What do I hope to get out of Akadope? I want it to be the event where people's calendars are marked that every first Friday I know where I'm going. I'm going to see new talent. I'm going to not, I don't even like calling them new because they're not new. They're just, uh, yeah, it's just we, for some reason, are not giving them the props that they deserve um, because we don't know. But I hope even scouts come. I hope managers come. I hope, you know, booking people come and start to know that, oh, this is where to go to find a new client, to find a, a new singer, to find a new poet and so forth. So my goal is just to keep the quality high. I'm a perfectionist, so I want everything I do to be of a high caliber. How did you discover them? And also, if they are artists out there that maybe want to participate and well, you know, they feel they're confident, what must they do to get involved in this? So the first Kadope uh, was largely based on people I knew that I had seen. I'm like, why don't I know you? So... Then I was introduced to Canon Gents by Mose the Beatboxer. I saw Mose the Beatboxer three years ago and I was just blown away by him. Um, some people approached me. Ninja C had no idea she rapped. I knew as a radio presenter. She approached me and I was like, yes, you have to be on that. Um, but mostly, largely, I'd say I knew most of the people. This one is new for me, too. So I was at this thing Mo Roots was hosting, and then 
uh, Subi and Solome were singing. I'm like, you guys have to be at the next Saka Dope. So it's really keeping my eye and ear open, asking people for suggestions. So Keiko will be part of the next Akado. So, you know, I approached her. You know, when you approach people like that, you're like, they might say no, they might say yes. Um, and she said yes, she was really down and like for the cause. And it's amazing how many artists are about this movement, you know, um, of a 360 experience. We have a visual art uh, artist, you know, it's not just one genre it's just mixing everyone and anyone so i think i've forgotten what your question was if someone wants to get involved they can just hit me up on twitter i'm very responsive on twitter um also send me an email i like i said my main thing is to keep it to a caliber so sometimes i do have to say no sometimes i say you're not ready yet because my main thing is i don't like i said you know I don't want anyone to be like, oh, she was worse than this person. I knew Uganda didn't have talent. No, you're all going to be at the same, you know, level of efficiency, level of talent, level of uh, excitement, you know. And I just didn't, I don't want any discrepancy between the talents. So sometimes I do have to say no. Um, that's not to say I won't support the artists. And even to the big artists too. Sometimes I'm like, you're not the brand, you know. So approach me, <laughs> yeah, and we go from there. All right, uh, final question is, if you were cast away to a desert island and you could only take one of each, what book would you take with you, what movie and what song? Okay, so book, definitely Chimamanda's Americana. Uh, that book felt like my diary in some twisted way. Uh, movie, that's a tough one. Can I take a TV show? I'm going to take The Office, the U.S. Office, and slide in Atlanta, the new show, into that. Those are my two favorite shows. And then, um, well, I guess I could throw in a movie. I think it's going to be Love and Basketball. <laughs> as cheesy as that is, I used to watch it every day when I was 13, every single day. And then Song, oh, that's a tough one. I listen to music quite a bit. Um, it will either be a house song, a gospel song, or an old school R&B song. Yep. <laughs> or I'll just take my whole Spotify playlist <laughs> and do that. Right. Lastly, how can people um, get in touch with you? You mentioned Twitter. How can they? Uh, what's your Twitter handle, Facebook, email, and anything else people can get in touch? So uh, you can get on, in contact with me on Twitter and uh, chemistry. That's K-E-M-I underscore S-T-R-Y. That's K-E-M-I underscore S-T-R-Y. Uh, that's the same handle for my Snapchat. That's the same handle for my Instagram. Facebook, I try to keep personal, but there is an Akado page that you can go and follow and message and I will reply. Thank you so much, Kimmy, for sharing everything you have today and we wish you the very best in the future. Thank you and thanks for interviewing me. Thanks for listening to the Business Mike podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to listen to more episodes just like this one, simply go to businessmike.com. I would love to hear from you. So if you've got any questions or feedback, you can reach me on Twitter at Daudi Mugabe, on Facebook at Business Mike, or email. That's Daudi at businessmike.com. Don't forget, we have a brand new episode every Monday. And until then, take care.